Alrighty, we're gonna go through this. They're gonna be uh, doing quizzes for the kids. So, just a little example here, little quizzes about a variety of things. This will kind of be walking them through the quiz because I'm not trying to create a year 12, you know, massive exam. So these are three separate quizzes. One's about when we don't have the ball. One's about when we do have the ball. And one is just kind of universal laws, regardless of what team they're in. These will relate to what they need to know about football. Okay, just general general uh, rules. And that's what I'm going to be doing today. Generalized rules. Um, but before we get into that, we're just going to do some general positional formations about seven aside, at least for our seven aside. All right, so these are the questions here. So I'll be just kind of going through that. Um, you can pause it as you go. If, you, if you're wanting to just watch the whole video, then do the quiz or go question by question. It's up to you how you want to do it um, in terms of what's best for your learning, okay? But all I want is for you to attempt uh, the quiz 100% effort in terms of applying yourself to it, okay? Whether you get the questions right or wrong, it's not the point. It's for me to understand where you're at um, and also to really get you accountable of actually watching applying yourself and trying to do your best to give an adequate answer to the questions okay so looking at the board here name the three uh the seven positions on the field all right what positions are there on the field okay we have the goalkeeper we have a left defender center defender right defender we have a right winger we have a striker we have a left winger, okay? When our team has the ball, we want our center defender to go into the midfield, okay? Can you see that? Perfect. When we lose the ball and the opposition get the ball, we actually want this center, uh, the striker to become a center defender. I mean, sorry, the striker must become the midfielder. And then our midfielder, becomes the center defender, okay? And so we're much more in a defensive shape. We have three people at the back rather than two. When our team has the ball, whereabouts do we want our striker to go? So we just win it, we kind of just mentioned it. When our striker has the ball, do we want them coming here? Do we want them going here? Where do we think we want them? We actually want them to go high up the pitch. We want them to go forward, we want them to go high, stretch the pitch forward towards their goal because if you receive the ball closer to the goal, it's much easier to score. When our team has the ball, possession, we have the ball, that's what possession means when we have the ball. Where do we want our wingers to go? Do we want them to come inside? Do we want them to come down here? Do we want them to go up where the striker is? Where do we want our wingers to go? We want our wingers to go as wide as possible when we have the ball. We want them to stretch the pitch. Because if we go into the middle of the pitch, wingers, like we're a striker, the defenders come with you. And now, as you can see, it's going to be very hard to get through these. Okay. So if we get really, really wide, really, really wide as possible on the lines, we now can get it in space. Or you may find if the defender comes with you, are the defenders close to each other or are there big gaps between the defenders now? There's massive gaps to play through. So once we get really, really wide, you can then find the moment to try and receive behind the defenders. That's brilliant. So we don't just stand on the white line forever 
but it's a good starting point. So when we win the ball, we quickly get to the white line, the wingers, as wide as possible. And from there, okay, if I'm in space, I can say and keep and say, yes, I want it to my feet. If I'm marked, then what can I do? I can run behind, run in behind towards the goal and get passes and I'm running towards the goal. It's going to be really easy to score. All right. When our team has the ball in the attacking half, where should our defenders go? So, cool, we're attacking, we're doing our business. Cool, we've just put this ball um, to the to the winger's feet because he's in space. We're attacking and etc. Where do I want my defenders to go? Do they stay back on the box? Do they just do this? So, we're trying to score, we're trying to score, and these defenders just sit here and have a little picnic by themselves. Is that good? No. So, when our team has the ball in the attacking half, so this is our defensive half, as you can see. So, here, this is our defensive half because it's the half that we're defending this goal. This is the half where we are attacking and trying to score in that goal. So this is the attacking half. So when we are in the attacking half, our defenders should go where? We want them to come up the pitch and help. So then we can play backwards, we can switch across. But if you're sitting back here, it's going to be very difficult for us to play back to you. Because all that's going to happen, I'm going to try to play back to you, it's too far. It stands here, and then they go and score. So defenders don't just stay back here. When the ball is in the attacking half, we go up. We go up to help support. All right. That is the first part of the quiz. Easy as that. All right. Actually, no. When the opposition has the ball, where should our defenders go? Now it's different. So the opposition has the ball. Where should our defenders go? So they're attacking. They're trying to score. We've got their right winger. They've got their left winger. They've got their striker. Where do we want our defenders to go? Do we want them to go in front of the defenders? Do we want them all chasing the ball? No. We want our defenders goal side of the attackers. Okay. So goal side means you're on the side of where your goal is. So if you're here, are you on the side of our goal? No. This defender is closer to our goal. That means he is goal side. So he's closer. He's on the side of the ball. Okay. So comparing number two and number six. Oh, I just gave him arms. That's cool. Interesting. There you go. Anyways, so uh, he's on the side of the goal. So you need to get goal side. So now you are standing in between the defender and your goal. So if that player gets the ball and tries to shoot, it's going to hit you. But if you're standing this side, not being goal side, the opposition gets the ball, and then there's nothing blocking him from going to go score. Okay, so that's an issue. We need our defenders to get goal side when the opposition have the ball. Okay. Does that make sense? And like I mentioned also, when the opposition have the ball, what does our striker become? Striker becomes the midfielder. And we actually, this term, we're allowing our wingers to stay high and wide. Okay, so I don't need my defenders to come back and defend. Because then if we win it, there's nowhere to go. 
So I want my wingers to stay nice and high and wide. Let the striker come and defend the midfield. And then, if we win it, we then know we can play to our wingers and have a good chance of scoring. So, in seven aside, at the moment, we want our striker coming back and our wingers staying high. We don't need our wingers coming back and defending because then, do you see, there's nowhere to go once we win the ball. There's no one to pass to. So we need our wingers nice and high when we have the ball. All right. So that's the first part of the quiz, a very basic general formation. And now this is when it starts getting interesting and very important. These questions that we have here, and hopefully we'll either give you a hard copy, print it out, or we'll work something out um, as I'm recording this before I've even let you guys know what we're doing. These questions are pretty much, if you've been coached by me, it's generally our 10-week program learning how to play football. Okay. Uh, so these are universal laws. doesn't matter what club, team, tactics, whatever you're playing, these rules apply. And so these are so crucial to understand. And the reason we're doing these quizzes is for you to realize, oh, Either I don't know much, and that lets me know I need to go learn more. Or, if you're a superstar and you know all the answers, well, now you know on the right track. Now you know you're a smart player. And then you have to go, okay, am I really smart? Okay, maybe I have to work on my skills. Maybe I have to work on my fitness. Maybe I have to work on my speed. If you don't know any of these answers, then you know there's a lot for your brain to work on. Okay. So, we'll go through these one by one. All right. Opposition has the, we've got the ball. We've got the ball. Ba 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 ba. We have just now lost the ball to the opposition. What do we do? Okay. When we lose the ball, we want to make sure we get into defensive shape as quickly as possible. Okay. Defensive shape means getting into a defensive position. Okay. Like we said previously, defenders may need to get goal side. Okay. So let's say we had the ball. We're attacking, our midfield is pushing on, we have our defenders coming up, we've got our striker really nice and high, we've got our wingers really nice and high, because we're attacking, we're trying to score. Okay, we've even played it to our winger. Our left defender's coming to support. But then we've just lost it. What happens now? We have to quickly and rapidly get into our defensive position, our defensive shape. Okay, so we must get back, goal side, defenders must get Goal side, our defenders must get goal side. Our striker must get back into the midfield. And our wingers can stay nice, high and wide, getting ready for a counter-attack. Not daydreaming, but getting ready. In case we win it, you're providing an option straight away so we can go score. Okay. So as soon as we lose it, we quickly, rapidly get into defensive position. Okay. What does pressing the ball mean? If I say press the ball, what does that mean? And which player should do it. So when we say pressing the ball, that means our teammate is going towards that ball, applying pressure. Just like if someone's running at you a million miles an hour, it gives it puts you under pressure of okay crap, I might make a mistake, I might lose the ball. And that is why we say press. Pressure. Okay? We want to put pressure on them, we're pressing them. Okay. And we want the closest player to press the ball. So if you're the closest player, especially if it's your player, you should be pressing that ball. Okay. Let's say our striker is out of position. We have told our wingers not to um, 
come really deep and come defend. But the rule is generally the closest player presses the ball. Okay, so you then have to realize, am I the closest? Okay, let's say this we've just lost it. The striker just lost it. This player is the striker the closest player to press. Even though it might be his player, he must press. Is he the closest? No, he's too far away. He's just lost it. He's just made a run. He's tired. He's trying to track back. So winger. Should we just let this guy walk past and go, oh, he's not my player. It's not my problem. No, I've been told to just stay up here and not defend. No. There's certain rules and laws and things like that. Generalized rules. But you must understand and take into uh, think for yourself and go, okay, well, I'm not doing anything anyway, Mr. Left Winger. He's right next to me. I'm the closest one. I should be pressing and going to close that ball down. Okay. Okay. Let's say the ball's on this side, though. I don't need my defend my winger coming all the way back up here. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. But if you're close, and definitely the closest one, you may as well apply pressure and do something. Okay. So the closest player presses. Okay. Now, what's the difference between delaying the ball and winning the ball? Okay, so there's winning the ball, then there's delaying the ball. Like I said, if our teammates are out of position, they're not in defensive position, then they have, the opposition have a high chance of scoring. But what can we do to give our teammate, for example, our striker, time to get back into the midfield? What do you think? We can delay. So winning the ball means I'm going in, I'm putting my tackle in, I'm, I'm putting my foot in, I'm diving in, go steal that ball. But then he might dribble past me and, and, and now we're in real danger. Because now our winger and our striker are out of position, out of defensive position. So winning the ball is risky. That means you're committing to the tackle, you're trying to steal the ball. That is risky. Sometimes you have to. But delaying is just standing in front of them, slowing them down, and just making sure they do not go past you. You don't need to win it. You don't need to put a foot in. You just stand in front of them and just block there. Wherever they go, you just stand in front of them. Get in front of them. And they're going to go, crap, I can't get past him. And that slowed him down. By the time the, uh, the opposition figure out, should I go past him? Should I turn back? We've delayed him. We've slowed him down. And that gives time for who to do what? Gives time for our teammates to get back into position and once we're in position we're not going to lose goals but if we're out of position we're trying to go support we're trying to be uh you know our midfield is in our center back our center defenders in midfield our strikers up high because we're attacking when suddenly we've lost the ball that's when we get caught out with these counter attacks you see how no one's marking number two right now so we need the closest player to get in front Slow them down. Don't win it. Don't stick a foot in and get beat. Because if you get beat, bop, game over. But if you slow them down, ah, defender can get back. Striker can get back. Defenders can get back. Congrats. Now we're safe. So that's the difference between delaying and winning the ball. Delaying is just slowing them down, not winning it, just getting in front of them, making sure... The defenders, uh, the the opposition stays in front of you, doesn't get behind you. Winning the ball is putting your foot in, putting your arm on their chest, trying to steal that ball. Okay. When you're pressing the ball, 
What should you be blocking as you press the ball? All right, wingers, this is a perfect opportunity to, to learn exactly what you can be doing, but this is for everybody. But this is a very vital moment and a, a very important part of how we press is what will happen is our defenders, our, our wingers are pressing their defenders. Our strike is marking their midfielder. Our left and right defender and our centre defender are marking their attacking players. Let's say the goalkeeper plays to plays out to their fullback. And the wing is pressing, pressing, pressing like a madman. But then they just play around. And now you've run for no reason. Now, now the defender's got to go out. Now he's getting put out of position. Then they won two. And now we're in big trouble. So, what can we do instead? When we're pressing, we need to press the player, press the person we're meant to be marking and pressing, in a way where we block a pass to another person. Okay, so in this case, wingers, I want you to press the ball side on like this so you're blocking that pass while closing down and pressing the ball. And now this guy can't pass the six. So now number three is in pressure of losing the ball and you've eliminated a pass. That's bonus. That's brilliant. Okay, you can only go back here or here and that's right in front of their goals and then we can go score. Okay, but same likewise. Let's say... Unlucky. Three does play the six. Okay. Should seven just press like this? Is he blocking any pass? No. All they're going to do is pass. He's going to continue his run. Then you're left in the dust. So when we press, it's vital we press in a way where we can block a pass. Number one. Number two, can we force them off the pitch? So pressing this way, I'm forcing them off the pitch. That's another good bonus. Or number three, can we maybe force him into a teammate? Okay. So, like I mentioned, pressing on this way eliminates the pass, but also forces him back into my teammates and in front of their goal. So depending on the situation, you'll have to press and block certain uh, passes or certain ways. But we want to ensure that we, when we press, we're forcing them one way and blocking a pass. As you get older and more experienced, you may need to uh, force them in different ways, in, um, uh, into different teammates or off the pitch. But it's very important you understand you don't just press straight on, okay? Because then they can go left, they can go right, they can, can go anywhere, okay? So have a thought about, okay, which way do I press this player? And for our team, wingers, can you press the defenders in a way where you block the pass to their winger? Okay, so wingers block passes to wingers, but they press the defenders. Okay. When press... Oh, no, we've done that one. When a teammate is pressing, the closest teammate should cover. Explain how to cover. Okay. So let's say in this instance, the ball goes to number one. Who presses? We just we just explained it. Who presses the ball? The closest player presses, and then the closest teammates cover. Okay, we cover by going close and behind our teammates. Generally, we say diagonally close and behind. Okay, so I'm diagonally close and behind. So another important point is hey. I still have to mark my, my the person I'm marking. 
But if I just mark this guy, this guy got, might get beat 1v1, and then he just dribbles the whole field and goes scores, which happens to us. Okay, so that's no good. To cover our teammate, we must position ourselves halfway between covering my teammate, meaning I'm close and diagonally behind, but also close enough to where I can mark my person, mark the person I'm meant to be marking. So if the ball does go to that player, I'm still close enough to go press. Or if the ball, if the player does get beat, I'm close enough to press. And remember, how do I press? I press in a way where I block the pass. So as he dribbles, I'm blocking the pass, so I'm preventing this. As a side note, would number four give up and go, oh, I got beat, too bad. Uh-uh. Number six is covering you. He's leaving his man to mark to press your man. That means you have to go mark and press his man. But remember, what do I have to do? I have to cover the person pressing. So I once again I have to be in a half position where I'm half covering my teammate diagonally close and behind, but also in a position where I can press the person I should be marking. Let's rewind. Number one's got the ball. Left defender's there. Center defender's here. Left defender's pressing because he's the closest player to the ball. The, the closest player, the closest teammate to the pressing player. Okay, so we got the closest person to the ball presses. But then the closest teammate to the person pressing must cover. We cover by being halfway between being next to my teammate and halfway between being next to the person I'm marking. Okay, so if the ball does get past to my person, I can press. Or if the guy beats my teammate 1v1, I can press. And now number four, you have to do what? Cover the person pressing, but halfway between being next to your teammate and next to the person you have to be marking. As a side note, if the ball's on the, on the furthest side over here, what should my furthest defender do? He needs to slide across. Okay. So we've got four covering six, and we have seven covering four. So left defender's pressing, center defender's covering, and the furthest defender is also sliding across and covering. And that's how you defend. <coughs> If the other team has controlled possession of the ball, what are some things we may have to do? We touched a little bit on it previously. So controlled possession is essentially meaning the team has possession of the ball. Okay, it's not, no, it's not that we have it and we've just lost it and we're winning it back straight away. It's they've got it, they've had it for a while, where you know they've they've got possession they're controlling the ball it's not 50 50 between who's going to have it it's you know it's it's bouncing around it's nope they have the ball they're passing it around they're keeping the ball quite nicely that means they have controlled possession they've got control of the ball we don't have it they have it okay what are some things we may have to do we've touched on it already we want to 
some things. We want to get goal side of our players that we're meant to be marking. We want to quickly get into our defensive shape, our defensive position. Yes. As mentioned, to get into defensive position, it takes a bit of time. So the closest player can delay so we can get into our shape. Once we are in shape and they still have controlled possession, what are some things we have to do? Certain rules are closest player presses, second closest teammate covers. As we press, we're blocking what? We're blocking passes to teammates. I'm staying alert. I'm staying ready. I'm thinking, okay, what, is my guy moving behind me? Is he making runs in behind? Is he moving away from me? Do I need to follow? Yeah. When we're marking a player, we want to make sure that we are close to our teammate. Uh, sorry. When we are marking, we want to be close to the opposition, the person we're marking. But we need a little bit of space because if we mark really close like this, it becomes a foot race. And generally, attacking players are faster, generally. So, we want to be marking our player goal side with a bit of extra room. That's one thing. When we are pressing, the closest player does it in a way where we are blocking passes. If we see our teammate pressing, we want to make sure, okay, who's the person with the ball and who are they about to pass through? Can I read their body language and see, is the person about to play to my teammate? Well, then I can go and try to commit and steal the ball. Yeah? So I'm reading body language. I'm looking at the player. I'm not daydreaming. I've got one eye on my, the person I'm marking. So I've got one eye on this guy. But I've got another eye on this person who's got the ball. And I'm seeing, I'm calculating. Is, is he about to beat my player 1v1? If he is, I'm ready to pounce and help my teammate. But I'm ready to pounce in a way where I block the pass. Yeah. If you do just get beat, if you get beat 1v1, is that your cue to just give up? Or do you realize if I get beat, if my player beats me, then someone else has to help me. But then who's helping him? Well, then I have to go help him. If he's helping me, I better go help him. So what do you watch that? Okay, we're marking, we're pressing. We go press, we get beat. Uh-oh. Is, are we going to let him just go by himself the whole way? No, someone else has to go. But now he's left this player. So you better go help him again. You see? But once again, it's very important. We press in a way where we we have to block passes. Yes. And once again, I'm reading the body language of the number four. Is he about to play the number one? If I can see him about to pass, can I go pounce and win it? Hmm? So it's staying alert. It's looking left and right, checking your shoulders, staying goal side, watching the person with the ball. Who are they about to pass to? Can I anticipate the pass and quickly intercept it? These are some things. If we have just won the ball, what should we do to the pitch as quickly as possible? All right. So as mentioned, okay, the ball's on this side. We've all kind of come across. Now, we've just won the ball. What should we do? We need to make the pitch as big as possible. 
because they're going to start congesting it. So if we get really wide winger, really wide striker, really wide left defender, really big right defender, away from the opposition, really big right winger, really high striker. Now do you see we there's all these people to play to now? Yeah, but if we just stay close like this, can you see there's not much to do here? It's very congested. One bad touch and they've won the ball. So as soon as we win it, we don't just do this, make these silly runs forward towards the goal. No, that's the striker's job. Wingers, your job is to do what, like we mentioned? Get big. So as soon as we win it, it's get wide and ask for these runs, ask for these passes. It's get wide and ask for these passes. Not just straight everyone towards the goal like this. Because then one person marks you all and it blocks everyone. So wingers, left winger, get really wide left as soon as you win it. Right winger, get really wide. Yeah, Striker, get high in behind the defenders. Can you receive high and in behind? Because then it's just 1v1 with the goalkeeper. Hmm? There's no point receiving in front of the defender. Because then you have to beat the defender. It's too hard. Can we receive behind? Defenders, can you... Drop and give space away from the person with the ball so we can reset. Can we get space away from the person with the ball? Goalkeeper, how can you ask for the pass to reset and play the other side? So we want to stretch the pitch and make it big when we have when we win the ball. Can we get big? Alright. What does space mean in football? For example, can you get into space? What does space mean? Space means there is no people there. No teammates, no opposition. There's space. It's empty. So this is space. Right here is space. There's no one there. Here, there's no space. Look how many defenders there are. Here, he's in space. It's just him and no defenders, no teammates. Okay, so space is an area where there's no one but you. Okay, so it's just you in a pile of space. No defenders, no teammates. That's space. If you have the ball, and this is where it gets really interesting, so really pay attention with all of this stuff because if you don't understand this stuff, you can't play football. This isn't tactical stuff. This is just how you play football in any team, anywhere. These are universal rules of football. Okay, so if you can't understand these, you're going to struggle long term. So really study these, really watch these. This is all going to be about what to do when you have the ball. Okay. Let's say number seven gets the ball. He sees space in front of him. What should he do? He should dribble the ball. He should dribble. Because if there's no defender on the person with the ball, where is that defender? He's marking your teammate. So you have to dribble. You have to. There's space. You must dribble. As you dribble, what do you think is going to happen? The defender is going to come towards you and steal it. If they come away from your teammate and towards you, who is now free? Well, the teammate that has just been left. So no one's marking you. That means they're marking your teammates. As you dribble... Defenders must come towards you. That now means your teammate is free to pass to. Okay. So when we have space, we want to dribble. 
when we dribble, I know that defenders are going to come towards me. So as I dribble, I should be looking, scanning. My intention is not to beat the whole team and shoot. Otherwise, I put you in the bin. You dribble for the reason of making your teammates free, drawing in defenders, drawing them in, and so you can play the teammates who are now free. Okay? So when we dribble, keep it close, attack the space, and look and scan and see who is now free. Don't have your eye on the ball, doing twisty turnies, draw defenders in, and then find a pass. Okay? So that's what you do when you dribble. So, let's rewind that because there's a, what I just mentioned answered a few of these questions. As you dribble into space, eventually you're no longer going to be able to dribble because there's going to be defenders at you. If you cannot dribble, what should we do next? End in what direction? Be specific. If I can't dribble forward, where do we still want to go? So when we have the ball, which direction do we want to go? We want to go forward. We want to go score. We need to go forward because that's where the goals are. But if I can't dribble forward, what can I still do? I can still pass forward. But what if I can't? They've blocked the passes. They've defended like I've taught you, where you press and block passes at the same time. If I can't dribble forward, I can't pass forward, does that mean I boot the ball? Does that mean I ram my way through those defenders by dribbling? No, you go back in the bin if you do that. If you can't dribble forward and you can't pass forward, that means there's lots of what in front of you? Must be a lot of defenders in front of you. So if there's defenders on this side of the pitch, what we want to do is pass the ball sideways or switch the ball to a different side of the pitch. Because defenders can't be everywhere. If they were marking every aspect of the pitch, you will notice there are plenty of gaps to dribble and pass through. So, if you cannot pass forward and you cannot dribble forward, that must mean what? Must mean there's lots of defenders in front of you. Okay, like I said, if there's defenders in front of you, you can't go forward. Don't even try to go forward. Otherwise, you go in the bin. We switch and go sideways. What if they are just pressing so hard, so fast, there is no way forward. There is no way sideways. What do we do next? Do I just launch it over their heads and pray? Do I just put my head down and dribble and Maradona turn and do whatever nonsense? No. If I can't dribble forward and I can't pass forward, and I can't pass sideways, there's only option to do what? I'm getting pressed. We're all in danger. Oh my lord. Put your foot on the ball, turn, play back. And then these guys are going to get all crazy Larry and start running a million miles an hour. Congratulations, they run all day long and then I get it back. And now what's in front of me? Now I do have space to dribble. As I dribble, I know what's going to happen. Defenders come towards me. If they come towards me, who are they coming away from? My teammates. So now I can do what? I can't dribble forward, but I can pass forward. Ah, 
Congratulations. So one pass back opened up the whole pitch. So don't think forward, 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 dribble forward, go forward. Otherwise, you go back into the bin. Okay, do you see? <clears throat> so, as we know, if my teammates got the ball and they've got space, they're going to dribble forward. Then defenders are going to go towards that teammate and try to steal the ball off that teammate. So what should you do if your teammate has the ball? You're number six, you're number five. Your teammate has the ball. You no longer have the ball, your teammate does. What should you do? You know your teammate's in danger when they have the ball. You know as soon as your teammate gets it, they're going to be attacking him, stealing the ball, being mean to him. What should you do? Become a passing option. At speed. But how do you become a passing option? Is this a passing option? No, you're being lazy. You're pretending to be a passing option. If this guy has half a leg, he's going to be able to move and intercept that ball. If Seven even does a millimetre of a, uh, of a mistake in his pass, it's going to the opposition. So, you must... Three steps. Step number one. Get into a passing line. Okay? Okay. Perfect. You're in a passing line. There's a clear path towards you and the person with the ball. For example, this is not in a passing line because there's a defender between the person with the ball and you trying to get the ball. It's blocked. No good. Can't get it. So, passing line. What's the issue with this, though? As soon as you get it, what's going to happen? They come steal the ball. So step number two is what to be a passing option? Get into a passing line, but get into space. I'm now away from that defender. But number seven is getting tackled. He's under pressure. He's frightened. He's scared of losing the ball. What can I do to let him know where I am and when I want the ball? I can point with my arms and demand the ball. So, for example, if I was here and my teammate just got the ball, even as the ball's about to go to this player, I'm already pointing to where I want the ball. So I'm pointing to where I want it. Actually, let's use this. This one's better. I'm pointing... No, it's not. I'm pointing to where I want the ball. And as I'm pointing, I'm moving and calling for that ball. Okay. It's not I stand. It's not... He's getting tackled. Now I pretend to be a passing option. No. It's as the ball is going to your teammate, you're reading the play at all times, you're calculating what's about to happen in the future. I can see the ball's about to go to number seven, and I already know where I'm moving, and I'm already pointing to my teammate, and I'm demanding the ball when I'm ready to receive. So that's how you become a passing option. Number one, get into a passing line. Number two, get into space. Number three, demand the ball. Call for it. Okay. And that is it. Congratulations. You've done the quiz. You've, you've learned how to play the basic way of football. The basic rules of football. And then there's more advanced tactical stuff. But if you know how to do that, you can play football. And play football at a pretty high level. 
okay? That is all you need to know in terms of being an individually incredible player. Then depending on what club you go to or what team you play for, the team will have their own specific tactics on how they want to play. But those universal laws will be, that will remain. You'll always need to be a passing option. The closest player always presses. There always needs to be cover. There's always going to be driving into space, dribbling into space. You're always going to need to engage defenders, pass, and get it back. I believe I actually missed a couple questions. I lied. One last question. Number seven. As you're dribbling, you've drawn in defenders. You've just passed the ball. What do you do? We just explained it. Your teammate has the ball now. And what do we know when your teammate has the ball? What do you do quickly and rapidly, swiftly? Become a passing option. Okay. Preferably, if we pass forward, we run forward and get the ball because we want to create scoring opportunities. Okay. So if you are the one to pass, can you be the one to run forward? And then someone else can come support. Goalkeeper can come support. Okay. Same way if it's uh, up here. Okay. Let's say winger has the ball. Okay. He may even pass backwards. But as he passes, can we run forward and demand the pass? As you pass five, can you make a follow-up run forward and try to get into the ball, into the box to try to score? So after you pass, can we make forward runs to support? But, for example, let's say... Ba, ba, ba. Get these guys off the pitch for me. Number seven has the ball. He passes to number six. So seven can make that forward run to get it back. But this guy he might be so under pressure and six may have tracked that forward run. He still needs someone to pass backwards to. So we don't all run forward like madmen. But the person who does pass should be the one running forward. And then the other people watching can come support. So let's look at it again. Number seven has got the ball. Number six is pressing. So he passes. Look at the gaps. He's running forward to get that ball back. But he gets tracked. He can't be an option. Two is pressing. And so one of the other players, one of the other center defenders, one of the other goalkeepers, other players, can be the ones to support underneath. Okay? But if you pass, can you run forward and get it back? Okay? Can you pass, run forward, make an attacking opportunity? If you see your teammate make that forward run, and he's now moved out of his position, can you, the one not in play, the one watching, come support from behind, or come take his position for a little bit? Okay? So one, if you pass, can we make a forward run? Two, if you see a teammate pass and make a forward run, and you see a teammate in strife, can you come support that player from behind or support that player from side on? We can't all make forward options. We need forward options. We need sideways options. We need backwards options. We need as many different types of options as possible. And I'm more than happy for the goalkeeper to come ask for the ball backwards. I say it all the time. Now, that is the end of the quiz. Okay. That is 
our 10 week football program compiled into one video, into one information video. Okay, so you're definitely not expected to watch this video and understand how to play football. You should probably feel overwhelmed and go, what on earth is this game all about? Are we playing chess or are we playing football? What is, what is going on? Well, now you know the level of game knowledge you need. Okay, and it's one to know the answers to the question, but it's a whole other thing doing it in real time when you're getting pressed, when you're getting attacked, when coach, uh, coaches and parents and players are all yelling and trying to steal, steal the ball off you. As a side note, parents, please don't yell from the sidelines. It's not helpful. It's overwhelming. These kids are trying to figure out the answer to these questions while they're on the pitch. And oftentimes, the advice you yell off the pitch from the sidelines is wrong. Okay? Whether you have your own philosophy on what is right, sure. However, you have to do that with your own team. Let the coach coach the way he wants the team to play. Okay. There you have it. All right, so hopefully we'll be giving out printed forms of these for you to fill out and uh, answer these questions. Use this video as a guide, help you walk through it. I'm not trying to give you a year 12, you know, blind exam. Use this video to help you answer the questions. I want you to learn. It's not about, you know, whether you, um, you know, to feel overwhelmed and, you know, realize, oh my God, there's so much I don't know. This is to help you learn. Okay, easy, perfect.